Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, Podcast 360. This time, I have a bit to say about the New World Final Beta that I played for about, I guess, a week and a half. I decided to check it out and see if it might be something I would play uh, post-release. And it's too late now, because it's closed, but during the time it was open, if you got it on Steam... Uh, you would get the key and you can check it out and cancel your pre-order before actual launch. So I wanted to do that and use it sort of as a preview. So these are my thoughts uh, during the beta, which I expect uh, being a final beta probably won't change much, uh, if at all, uh, before launch at the end of August. Hopefully you'll enjoy the show. New World is what I would call an all-human MMO, meaning that there aren't any races except human, and it is set in an alternate time period in sort of a late Renaissance, early colonization days. So I guess that would probably be, I guess, somewhere between 16 and 1700 for a real-world equivalent. It was originally designed as a three-faction PvP game, but now in the last year, they have added some PvE as well. And it looks like you can now play entirely PvE. But I'm not sure how much content there will be if you uh, choose to ignore PvP. I heard there are, I think, six dungeons. But it is a level-based game. So with the first dungeon beginning at level 25, would level 60 players have any reason to go back to uh, the older dungeons? Typically in MMOs I played, which is level-based, people will tend to pool into the top-tier areas, and the lower ones will pretty much empty out. So I don't know how that will work out in the long term. If that is the case, you know, the lower-level areas will become really empty and almost have nobody there, and then everybody will be, you know, piling up into the high-end areas. There are traditional stats, like strength, dexterity, constitution, and intelligence, and one non-traditional one called focus. There are several weapons, I think 11 in total. As example, there is sword and shield, bow, musket, fire staff, and a few others. And each weapon is sort of powered by a specific one or sometimes two stats. There are no classes, so you'll be building your character up and sort of figuring out your role and your, you know, what would traditionally be a class based on the two weapons you pick and sort of how you decide to use them based on the available active and passive perks. Each one has a small skill tree, and as you gain points in the weapon, which you will level up by use, you can 
unlock, like I said, the perks, which are active or passive. Crafting is very deep and interesting looking, and it looks like a sort of full-time crafter or somebody focused uh, more on crafting than anything else would be very happy here. But is it ultimately deeper than other games? I think that would take far longer than the time I've had in the beta to figure out. It looks pretty deep, but I can't really say for sure because I didn't get very far in it. It also seems like with at least weapon crafting and armor crafting, it is designed as one of those super long-term investment kind of games. So as you are leveling up, you probably will not be able to keep those up uh, to your level unless you are maybe making that your serious major focus. I think in my time, I only used one or maybe two items that I had actually crafted because usually they were just lower level than I could use or, you know, vastly lower level. But one interesting thing I did notice is that some of the very highest level crafted items do come from special drop. And so I would guess those are probably equal to or better than what you would find in the highest level dungeons. Town level is built up by people doing various quests for that town, but it can get complicated because there is PvP, and if a different faction wins a war for that town, the town could change faction and ownership, which could create a big shift in the economy, which is very complicated and deep. I'm not even going to try and go into it. As a casual player, you won't have to worry about it too much, but you will want to pay attention to things like how much does it cost to craft your item, where are the best you know, crafting stations, etc. And it does also tie into the crafting system because I don't know if the stations will get downgraded if a uh, town is taken over, but it could be that you'll be in this one town for a couple months and then all of a sudden it's owned by somebody else and that could change the level of the crafting station. Or you might have to go to a different town, which is maybe owned by an enemy faction, which if you're not flagged PvP is totally fine, but then you're using their stations and boosting up their economy. And as I said, it gets really complicated, and the whole economy could shift uh, you know, quite a bit. But it does make things uh, a little bit more interesting than the average game, which does not have... Uh, a shifting economy like that. Animation can feel a little janky sometimes. Like when you run, it kind of feels like you're slipping around on your feet a little bit. Or sometimes when you turn really fast, your lower half and top half won't quite be in sync. It's not anything huge, but it might bother people who are uh, very sensitive to that. And hopefully that's something uh, they will clean up before launch. Combat is kind of like Dark Souls and that you might want to time when you attack or block. As example, if you're tanking, you might want to hold block and then do two or three light attacks, and then hold block again and wait for the enemy to do their attacks. So it's all about sort of learning the enemy patterns and when to block or when to attack or when to maybe get out of the way. But unlike Dark Souls, the dodge is not the best. They do have a similar light, medium, and heavy weight class depending on how encumbered you are, and that will affect your dodge in a similar kind of way. The light dodge is a very big dodge. It's really good. The medium dodge and heavy dodge, though, are pretty much just a little tiny sidestep. So you'll almost never use them. 
and due to the game having little to no telegraphing of moves, you will often just be hit, and you'll just have to sort of remember the move patterns of the bad guys that you're seeing, and sort of adapt your strategy of when you're light attacking and heavy attacking and when you're blocking or moving, and just figure it out. <laughs> it's not as uh, predictable or patterned as Dark Souls. I mean, yes, I did find myself starting to learn the patterns of certain bad guys, and I would be like, block, 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 okay, now he did his big move, now we attack, 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 and then we block a little bit more, throw in maybe a special move here or there. So it is something you can figure out, but it's not, you know, quite like Dark Souls in terms of the depth of it or having, you know, the perfect dodge that you need to make at the right time. There is basically no running. There are no mounts. Your character basically moves at a certain speed or slower. There is, however, a limited fast travel system, but basically that's just going to be between towns or a very few uh, sort of fast travel points. I think I found two of them in my playtime. Or you can return to your inn uh, where you have saved your character, but that would only be uh, once an hour. Many of the abilities will feel kind of underwhelming compared to sort of a standard MMO. Standard MMO, usually like a charge is a really big deal and you like fly forward really far or you'll like do a special attack move and it'll like explode all over the screen. Most of New World is really subdued. I would guess they're going for sort of a more realistic uh, style. So it takes a little getting used to in terms of what things look like and sort of what range your abilities are you know, affecting or attacking things. You only get a maximum number of three active abilities per weapon. And at level five, you will unlock a second weapon so you can switch between them. Switching is not super fast, it works, but the bad guy probably will get a hit or two in on you uh, if you switch at the wrong time. So it might feel pretty limited compared to other MMOs and that you're only dealing with a total of six abilities ever uh, at most. And some of them are on a pretty long cooldown. I think the average cooldown is probably closer to 15 seconds than not. But some have 20 second cooldowns or even 30 second cooldowns. So it's not a game where you're going to be spamming abilities. You're mostly going to be doing light or maybe heavy attacks my pattern sort of broke down to do an ability to pull the guy, do another ability when they got in melee range, and then it was usually light attack, light attack, light attack, block, and then maybe use another ability or two. So it's not like some, like I play Elder Scrolls Online, where it's like you just kind of spam the abilities, as they say, and you're always using abilities, and I never light attack. There is light attack weaving in ESO. It's whole big thing. But it's kind of the opposite of that, if that makes sense. PvE questing seems like there is a main story quest, which has a very small number of uh, quests. There's quite a few uh, at the start when you're low level, but I started seeing things at like level 15. I had to wait until level 20 for the next main quest. Then at level 20, it said, you know, wait till level 25 for the next main quest. And the one after that, I think, was wait till level 30. So besides those, 
you go to the different towns, and the different towns have various NPCs that will have quests. Not a ton, like in most MMOs. It's still a pretty small seeming number. There are also your faction quests, which you can do, or town quests, which will uh, sort of boost up the town level. And those can be pretty much chain repeated. You just get them and then do them over and over again. But apparently the game is not designed uh, to be played like that. That's actually a really slow experience gain, which I didn't find out until later. I was actually doing uh, the bulk of my time uh, doing faction-based uh, PvE quests. It is an interesting new world, but I think the lack of actually immersing the player in that world will leave probably most PvE players wanting to sort of pass on it for the first year. A lot of it is just a lot of slow walking around, doing some crafting. You'll see an interesting area and you'll be like, oh, I wonder what the story is there. Sometimes you'll get the backstory for it, sometimes not. So it seems uh, very similar to EverQuest way back in 1999, which I don't think a lot of reviewers will compare it to that, but to me, uh, of all the apparently 44 MMOs I've played, uh, that is the one that feels the most similar in terms of level design and how the zones are sort of laid out. But in terms of combat, it feels kind of like a watered-down Dark Souls slash Elder Scrolls Online. That being said, the base game is only $40, and the collection edition, which just adds a few cosmetic things, is 50 I don't know that I'd recommend the cosmetics at $10 more. That seems a bit pricey for just a few cosmetics. But if you're like me, you know, you don't have to say this is something I'm going to drop thousands and thousands and thousands of hours in. You could just say, hey, I'll play this kind of casually, probably mostly single player. And if I stop having fun with it, I'll, you know, stop playing or set it aside for a while. And at $40, you know, you don't have to play uh, very long before you've pretty much gotten your money's worth. During the beta, which I think was about a week and a half, uh, I don't think it was quite two weeks, I got to level 26, and I think I played around 45 hours. Again, I think it feels most like EverQuest did back in the day, which probably most people have not played. It has a slower pace, which feels kind of oddly calming in a weird way. Hopefully they add in a lot more PvE content. Hopefully they allow people to try it out because it is uh, kind of a very different game. But I don't know how long it will be before there's some kind of uh, free trial. I'm not really interested in PvP. I did try one uh, PvP faction quest and I get killed like 15 feet out of town because you're immediately flagged for it. So I don't really have any thoughts on PvP because that's not... Uh, something that interests me. But I've heard from people who are uh, into it that they liked it pretty well. There are some people doing uh, some kind of movement exploits and doing some uh, weapon switching exploits. Hopefully they can fix that before launch. I don't think it's anything too game-breaking because the majority of players won't know how to do that. But if you're into PvP, I hear it's uh, pretty decent. And that's really all my thoughts for The New World.
I don't really have much in terms of closing thoughts. The only real news is that The Ascent is now out. I am interested in it, but I've heard it's only about 15 or 20 hours to play, and everything is, you know, 100% static, so I'm not sure how interested I'll be in a single-player game that's 100% static, especially for 15 play hours. I'll probably wait until it goes on sale. I think it's only like 25 bucks full price, so it wouldn't have to go on much of a sale to be probably worth it, in my opinion. But the reviews for it have been uh, really glowing, and everybody does love uh, what there is of it. I don't know what I'll talk about uh, next time. I will be picking up New World at launch, but that's not till the end of August, which is, I think, about five weeks from now. So three weeks from now, when the next podcast is due, I don't know what I will be talking about. But I guess I am emotionally uh, very sad, but trying my best to hang on. It's summer, and the library is open, even though we have to wear uh, masks when we're there. So things are, you know, pretty stressful and worrisome, but I guess they're getting better in a way. But I don't know, I'm still very uh, sad and heartbroken uh, most of the time. But I'm trying my best uh, to hang on. And again, I don't know what I'll talk about uh, next time, but hopefully I'll see everybody then. Okay, thanks, bye. And each one has stats that are based off, and each one sort of gets boosted by the pit. And each weapon type, hmm. And you want to time your move combos or hold block is, hmm. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. When you type rabbits ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B, number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Derivatives License 2021.